Shalom to all. Today's office is Megillah Dafyudal. If we are starting three lines from the top, the third word on the line. And today's office sponsor Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarah Basar Yaakov Meisha Her Neshama Shadav and Olio, and Lili Nishmas Rabbi Yechamil Mordechai Ben Rambam His Neshama Shadav and Olio. Now, just an exciting note: the new cycle of daily Mishnayos is starting this Shabbos Parsha Shmais. That's two Mishnayos a day with the goal of finishing in about six years. Rabbi Meisha Shwed and his team have done it once again with an incredible app called All Mishnah, designed similar to All Daf and All Parsha. It's a one stop for all you need to get those Mishnayos done. So check it out, All Mishnah. And with Siyat Nishmaya, we have a shear as well called the Quick Mishnah with daily Mishnayos read, translated, and explained in a clear manner in approximately three minutes. Check it out on the All Mishnah app or thequickmishnah.com. We're also going to be sending it out via WhatsApp every single day. You can join by clicking on the link on our website or by messaging us directly. The Iker is to keep on steiging. Now we conclude yesterday with a number of ways that various Tanayim and Amirayim would begin dashing in the Megillah, and we continue with that. The Gemara says, Rabbi Chanin Bar Papa Pasach La Pischa Ha Parsha Samehacha. Rabbi Chanin Bar Papa he started dashing this Parsha, this topic of Megillah Esther from the following Pasuk. Here Kafta Enoshlorishenu, you placed the mortal over us. Banu Be'esh of Mayim, we entered fire and water. Be'esh, what does that mean? We entered fire. Bimenu Chanetzar, Russia, that's referring to the days of Chanetzar. Chanani Mishal Vazari were thrown into the fiery furnace. Ubemayim, and we entered into water. Bimay Pari, that's referring to the days of Pari, where he was guised that all the boys are supposed to be thrown to the river. The Pasa continues. And you brought us out into abundance. Bimay Haman, that's referring to the days of Haman. Abundance is talking about the Suda, and at that Suda, Vashti was killed. Rabbi Yechonon Pasak Lopez Cholahaparshasamehacha. The Pasak says, Zachar Chazdevemunasoi, he remembered his kindness and faith. Lebeis Yisrael to Klal Yisrael. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. When is it that all the ends of the earth saw the salvation of our God? That's in the days of Mordechai and Esther, when letters were sent to all the ends of the earth. The Pasuk says, A roaring lion, and a growling bear. So is a wicked ruler over a poor nation. What's that referring to? That's Muchanetzar. It says about him, that a lion has arisen from from his thicket, so we see that Nebuchadnezzar is a lion. Dive Shekek, this growling bear, Zachashverish, that's referring to Achashverish, the Chsiv Beit says about him, Daniel saw in a vision, and he said, Behold, another beast, Tinyan, a second one, Damula Dive, it was like a bear, and that was referring to Persia. Betan Rav Yosef, he taught Elo Parsim, those are the Persians. Sha'echel Mishaisim Kedive, they eat and drink like bears, Um Survalim Basar Kedive, and they're covered with fat like bears, Um Megalim Sarah Kedive, and they grow hair like bears, Ve'elahem Menucha Kedive, and they have no rest, they're always moving around just like bears. Maishal Rasha, what's Maishal Rasha? Zahaman, that's referring to Haman. Al-Am Dal, on a poor nation, Elu Yisrael, that's referring to Klai Yisrael, Shehim Dal, and Mitzvah, they were poor in their mitzvah observance. Rebbe Lazar, Pasuk Lapischal Ha'apar Shasimehacha, he started darshaning Megillus Esther from here. The Pasuk says, Batzal Taim Yimachamakara, with laziness, the ceiling collapses, O Beshiflus Yudaim Yidlef Habayas, and with laziness of the hands, the house leaks. And what does this mean? Beshvil Atzos Shahayo Lahem Yisrael, because of the laziness that Klai Yisrael had, Shaloi Asku Batayra, they did not involve themselves properly in Tyra in the days of Achashverosh, Nasa Sonish Al Kashbarchu Mach, they hated one of Hashem, which is a euphemism to Hashem himself, he became Mach. Mach means poor. Shinamar says in the Pasuk, if he's too poor for your evaluation. Makar is referring to Hashem also. Shinamar says in the Pasuk, who roofs his upper chambers with water, so Hashem, so to speak, became poor and not able to help Klai Yisrael because of their lack of Torah observance and mitzvah observance. He would darshan, shira malis, lule Hashem shahayolanu. Had Hashem not been with us, Yemena Yisrael, let Bnei Yisrael say it, lule Hashem shahayolanu, had Hashem not been with us, become Alenu Adam, when a man rose up against us, Adam Vlaimelech. Let's talk about a man rising up against us, not a king, and it's worse when a man, a regular civilian, rises up against us, that's referring to Haman, as opposed to a king. When Sadiqim are elevated, the people rejoice, but when the wicked rule, then the people sigh. That's referring to Mordechai and Esther. The Chsivit says about them, the city of Shushan was cheerful and glad. That's referring to Haman, the Chsivit says in the Pasuk, 
Rav Mas Arme Hacha, he started darshaning from here. For what nation is so great that has Hashem close to it? This pasuk is referring to Yitzhak Mitzrayim and is being brought comparing the salvation of Perm to that of Mitzrayim. Rav Ashi Amr Mehacha, he would start darshaning from here. Oya Nisa Elikim, or has Hashem done miracles? And more ways that they would start darshaning Megillus Esther. Vayhi Meachashverish, it wasn't the days of Achashverish. And how do we break up the word Vayhi? Amar Rav, he used to say Vay and Vehi. That's how, what the word Vayhi is broken up into. Vay and He. Vay means woe, and He is mourning. Hadaudichsev. That's understanding the pasuk. Vismakartem Shamlaevecha Lavan Mushvachas, and you're going to sell yourselves there to your enemies as slaves and maidservants. And the pasuk over here refers to Teichacha. How the Yidden will attempt to sell themselves as slaves because of their dire circumstances, but no one's going to buy them. Haman made a gzeir that no one's allowed to buy a Jew as a slave. And Shmuel Amar, he would start darshaning from here. The Pesach says, Loim Astim, I've not been disgusted by them, referring to the Yidin, Veloiga Altim, and I've not rejected them, Lechaloisim, to destroy them. Loim Astim, I've not been disgusted by them, May Yivanim, that's referring to Dezi Yivanim. Veloiga Altim, I haven't rejected them, May Nebuchadnezzar, that's in Dezi Nebuchadnezzar, Lechaloisim, to destroy them, May Haman. Meaning Hashem is always there with us, supporting us, and making sure we're not destroyed. The Pesach continues, Lechafir Brisitam, to break my covenant with them, that's May Parsim in the days of the Persians. And the Pesach says, Kenya Hashem Lekeem, I'm the Hashem their God, May Gai Gumagai, that's referring to the war of Gai Gumagai, that's going to be at the end of time. Now, Masisatan, we have a different way of understanding this. Loim Astim, that's referring to Mei Kazdim in the days of the Kazdim. Shamati Lahem, Daniel, Hanan, Mishal, Vazario, that I established for them. Daniel, Hanan, Mishal, and Azariah's leaders. Vloiga Altim, that's referring to Mei Yivanim in the days of Yivanim. Shamati Lahem, Shimonat Sadik, I established for them. Shimonat Sadik, Chashmonai, Ubanov, Umatis Yokain Godel, Umatis Yokain Godel, and they were their savers of Klai Israel. Lechaloisam, that's Mei Haman, Shamati Lahem, Mordechai, Esther, I established for them. Mordechai and Esther. Lahafir Brisi, Tom the Pasuk says, Mei Parsim, Shamati Lahem, I established for them. Shalbeis Rebbe, Vichachme Dairis, Rebbe's household and all the wisdom and all the scholars of the generations. What's that referring to? In the future, that no nation or language is going to be able to have power over them. He would start dashing from here. If you're not going to drive out the inhabitants of the land, and this was a command to drive out all the nations from Eretz Yisrael, later on, Shaul failed to wipe out all of Amalek, and because of that, Haman was around. And he would start dashing from here. It will be what I thought to do to them, as I'm going to do to you. Now we just darshan the Megillah itself. Achashverosh. We have the name Achashverosh right in the beginning. And what is in the name Achashverosh? Amarav, he says, Achiv shel Rosh uben Giloi shel Rosh. He's the brother of Rosh and he's the ben Giloi, meaning he's the same character, the same type as Rosh. Achiv shel Rosh. What does that mean? He's the brother of Rosh. Achiv shel Nebuchadnezzar Rosh. He was the brother of Nebuchadnezzar. He wasn't actually his brother, but he was just like him. Shnekra Rosh. Nebuchadnezzar is called Rosh. Shnekra the Pasuk says, Antu Resha Didahava, you are the head of gold. Ben Giloi shel Rosh. What does it mean? He's the same character as Nebuchadnezzar. Who harag? Nebuchadnezzar killed who bikesh laharag he Achashverosh wanted to kill who hechriv he destroyed the base of Mekdash referring to Nebuchadnezzar who bikesh laharag he wanted to destroy the base of Mekdash. Shneimer says about Achashverosh uvmachos Achashverosh in the kingdom of Achashverosh betchilas machusa at the beginning of his reign kasu sitna al yeshvi yehud of Yerushalayim they wrote an accusation against the dwellers of Yehud in Yerushalayim. Ushmul Amar he says what's the meaning of the name Achashverosh shehoshru pnei shal Yisrael biyom of keshula kedera in his days the faces of Klaus were blackened like the bottom of a pot the name Achashverosh is understood as shachar ish blackened by fire. Rabbi Yechonamar, he says, Kol anyone that mentions Achashverosh's name, Oimer, he says, Ach, Leroshai, Ach to his head. It's like he has a big headache, like, Oyve, this person caused us such sorrows. Rabbi Chaninamar, he says, Shakol Nasu, Rosh and Biyamav, everyone becomes poor in his days. Achashverosh is Rosh, a Lashon of poor. Shinamar says in the Pasik, Vayasim Amel Achashverosh Mas, he plays taxes over everyone, and we know that taxes make you poor. And we continue Darshaning, the Pasik says, Hu Achashverosh, he's Achashverosh. And what do we learn from this word, Hu? Hu he remained in his wickedness from the beginning till the end. And we have another Pasuk that says, Hu Esav, Hu Berisham had Soifai, he remained in his wickedness from beginning till end. Hu Dasan Vaviram, that's Dasan Vaviram, Hain Berisham Mitchasvat Soifan, they remained in their wickedness from beginning till end. Hu Hamelch Achaz, Hu Berisham Mitchasvat Soifai, he remained in
remained wicked from beginning till end. We have a passage in Devar Yom that says, Avram hu Avraham, hu he remained at Tzadik from beginning till end. Hu Aaron Moshe, that's Aaron Moshe, hein betzidkan mitchasar v'atzoifon, they were Tzadikim from beginning till end. V'david hu hakaton, David, he was the youngest, which means he was the most humble. Hu bekat nusoi, he remained humble, mitchilas v'atzoifoi, from beginning till end. Kashem she bekat nusoi, hiktin atzmai, etzul mishagalu menu b'tayra, just like when he was younger, so he would humble himself in front of someone who's greater than him in Tyra. Kachmachusai, even when he was a king, hiktin atzmai, etzul mishagalu menu b'chachma, he would also humble himself in front of someone who was greater than him. The passage of Megillah says, Hamaylech, who ruled? Amarav, what do we learn from this word? Hamaylech, Shamalach me'atzmai, he ruled on his own. He didn't become a king because his father was a king, he became a king on his own. Some say this is actually something positive, and some say this is something negative. This is positive. There was no one chash, there's no one important like him, so therefore he was very fitting to be king. Some say this is actually for his detriment. He wasn't actually fit for the kingdom. He just gave a lot of money, and that's why he became king. We say that he ruled from Haidu until Kush, meaning he ruled over the whole world. Rav Shmuel, they argue about this. Chadam, or one of them says, Haidu is at one end of the world, and Kush is at the other end of the world. Vachadam, or one of them says, that Haidu and Kush are actually right next to each other. So how does that mean that he ruled over the entire world? Just like he ruled over Haidu and Kush, they were right next to each other. So too, he ruled over the entire world as well. And we have a similar the Pasuk says that Shlomo Melech ruled over the entire Avranar from Tifsach until Azah. So Rav Shmuel, they argue about this. Chanam, or one of them says, Tifsach b'soifa oilam v'azah b'soifa oilam. The Tifsach's at one end of the world and Azah's at the other end of the world and therefore he ruled over the whole world. The Chanam, or one of them says, Tifsach v'azah b'hadi adadi havukami. The Tifsach and Azah are right next to each other. And Kashim Shemalcha Tifsach v'al Azah, the same way that he ruled over Tifsach and Azah, they're right next to each other. Kachmalcha kolayim kulay, so too he ruled over the entire world. And the Pasuk tells us about Achashverosh, it says that he ruled over Sheva v'esrumimea Medina, 720 and 100 provinces, meaning 127 provinces. Amr Chizri says, Sheva. First, that means he ruled over seven provinces. Esrim, and then 20. Meya, and then 100, meaning a total of 127 provinces. The Gemara asks, If that's really so, that that's how we're supposed to darshan this type of wording in the Pasuk, 7, 20, and then 100. So, How are we going to darshan the way that the Pasuk says how long Amram lived for? He lived for 7 and 30 and 100 years. There's no sort of drasha to darshan out of that. So, the answer is, no, Shani Hacha over here in the Megillah is different. We have an extra Pasuk. Mechdi Latsik. Sivit says, He ruled over from Haidu till Kosh, meaning he ruled over the entire world. So, Shev Ezra Meh Medina Lamali, why do we have to say he ruled over 127 provinces? Shmaminola Joshua. Therefore, we can learn this Joshua from here. And now that we mentioned that Hashverish ruled over the entire world, we continue with that. Tanarban, we have a Braise. There were three that ruled in the Kipa, meaning underneath the Arch of Heaven, meaning they ruled over the entire world. Ve'eluhain, these are them. Achav, Vachashverish, and Nebuchadnezzar. Achav, how do we know he ruled over the entire world? It says in the Pasuk, by the life of Hashem, your God, if there's no nation or kingdom, then my master didn't send to search for you over there. Achav was looking for Eliyahu Navi, and he sent messengers everywhere looking for Eliyahu Navi, and he actually made everyone swear that they didn't know where Eliyahu Navi was. Now, if he didn't rule over all the kingdoms, how could he make them swear? It must be that he ruled over the entire world. How do we know that he ruled over the entire world? The Pasuk says, and will be the nation and the kingdom that does not place their neck underneath the yoke of the kingdom of Babel. I'm going to destroy them, says Hashem. So we see that Nebuchadnezzar ruled over the entire world. And Achashverosh, Achashverosh, we had already said, he ruled over the entire world. Now, Yudalafa, based on top, we're going to ask a question on that. And the Gemara begins with Simon Shazdach, and this is a Simon for Shlemis and Cheir of Daryavish and Kairish. We're going to ask questions from all of them. The Gemara says, Suleka, there were no other people other than these three mentioned that ruled over the entire world.
entire world. He ruled over the entire world. He didn't actually complete his malchus. We know that Shlomo Melchi was king, and then the Shadim threw him out of his kingdom, and he actually didn't rule. So the Gemara says, That's only good according to the Mandamar. The first he was a king, and then he became a Hedyat, a commoner. So you're right, he didn't complete his malchus. But according to the Mandamar, that he was a king, and then he was thrown out by the Shadim, but then once again he became king. Michael Mamer, what could you say? He did rule over the entire world. So Gemara says, Shlomo Shlomo, he had something else about him that made him unique. He ruled over the upper and the lower realms. The upper realms means he ruled even over the Shadim. Shemar says, Ask the Gemara of Ha'av Sancheir. What about Sancheir? If he ruled over the entire world, the Pasuk says, Who among the gods of all these lands has saved their land from my hand? So he conquered the entire world. The Gemara says, He didn't conquer Yushalayim. The Gemara continues asking, What about Daryavash? The Chesiv says about him, Daryavash Malkik Sav, Daryavash the king wrote, To all the people, nations, languages that live in all the earth, your peace should multiply. And he was writing to people that were in his rule. So the Gemara answers, There was actually seven that he did not rule over. He ruled over 120 and not 127. The Chesiv, the Pasuk says, And he appointed over his kingdom, 120 which is translated in English as satraps. I'm not so sure what a satrap is. It's like a minister of some sort. But we see he only had 120 provinces under his rule and not 127. The Gemara asks, What about Kairish? The Chesivit says, So says Kairish, the king of Persians, Hashem gave me all the kingdoms of the world. So the Gemara says, He was just praising himself by saying that, but he didn't actually rule over the entire world. He might have thought that he did, but he didn't actually. And we continue Darshan in Megillah, which says, was in those days, when the king sat in his reign, and this implies that he was in the first year of his reign. But it says afterwards, it was the third year of his reign. So was it the first year of Ahasuerus' reign or the third year of his reign? So Amarava, he says, my Keshavas, what does it mean Keshavas? It was after his mind became at ease. So it was the third year of his reign, but now his mind was at ease. What does that mean his mind was at ease? So Amar Ahasuerus said, Belshazzar Chashavetah, Belshazzar, he made a Cheshven, he made a calculation, he made a mistake. I made a calculation, I did not make a mistake. Now what's going on over here? So Yirmiyah Anavi said that after 70 years of Gullah's Babel, the Yidna are going to be redeemed. However, he never told them how that's supposed to be calculated. Every king at that time made calculations of their own to determine when that time would come. Belshazzar, he made a calculation of 70 years and he made a mistake. Ahasuerus, he made a calculation of 70 years. He felt he did not make a mistake and that's why his mind was at ease. So now we're going to have to put on our math caps and we're going to have to figure out what exactly this calculation was. The Gemara says, Mahi, what exactly was the calculation of Belshazzar? The Chesavit says in the Pasuk, for when 70 years are completed for Bavel, then I'm going to redeem you. Another Pasuk says, to complete 70 years from the ruins of Yerushalayim. So we see that Galus Bavel is going to be 70 years. So what was the Cheshven Belshazzar made? He calculated 45 years in Vuchanetzar's reign, and 23 years of Evel Moraydach's reign, and 2 years of his reign, that's 70 years. He then took out all the Kingdom of Esau Mikdash and he used them because he said, hey, Hashem's not redeeming Kla Yisrael. But now we're going to have to get into the specifics a little bit. The Gemara asks, How do we know that Nebuchadnezzar ruled for 45 years? That's because the Amar Mar, they were exiled in the 7th and in the 8th. They were exiled in the 18th and in the 19th. And this is not actually talking about four different dates. It's talking about two different dates. What does this mean, they were exiled in the 7th year? That means they were exiled in the 7th year after Yoyakim was conquered by Nebuchadnezzar. That's when Yoyachin was sent into Galus. That was the eighth year in 
Nebuchadnezzar's reign. And Gola B'Shemayin what does that mean? They were exiled in the 18th year, L'Kibosh Yoyakim. That was the 18th year, Cheshmaning, from when Yoyakim was conquered. That's when Golos Tzidkiyo, Tzidkiyo was sent into Golos. And Shehit Hesha Esrei, Nebuchadnezzar, that was the 19th year of Nebuchadnezzar's reign. Do'amar, Mar, Shonri Shoyin, that first year of Nebuchadnezzar's reign, Kibosh Ninveh, he conquered Ninveh. Shniya, that second year, Kibosh Yoyakim, he conquered Yoyakim. Uksevin, the Pasuk says, Vahibosh Leishim Vesheva Shon, Legolos Yoyakim Melchi Huda. It was the 37th year after Yoyakim, the king of Yehuda, was sent into Golos. Beshneim Asr Chodesh, Beesmech Hamishal Chodesh, it was the 12th month, the 25th of the month. Nasa Evel Meroidech Melch Bavel, Beshnas Melchusai, as Rosh Yoyakim Melchi Huda, Evel Meroidech, the king of Bavel, he elevated the head of Yoyakim, the king of Yehuda, and he took him out of jail. So here we have a Cheshman, Tamni, we have eight years in Muchanetzer's reign, and then he sent Yoyakim into Golos, and then Utlasan Vesheva, another 37 years that Yoyakim was in Golos, Harei Abayim Vachamish in Muchanetzer, that's a total of 45 years in Muchanetzer's reign, and then Ve'esim Utlas to Evel Meroidech, 23 years of Evel Meroidech Gemara, that's a tradition that we know he reigned for 23 years, and Metartidi Day, the two years of him, referring to Belshazzar, Hashivin, that's a total of 70 years. So Amar, after that 70 years, Belshazzar sent himself, Hashtavadei Sulem Mefarki, now they're for sure not going to be redeemed, Hashem is not going to take care of the Yidin. Apik money to be Makacha, he took out all the kingdom based on Mekdash, Vishtamish Buhun, he used them. And Hanyu Duka Amrle Daniel, that's what Daniel told Belshazzar, Valmari Shmai Hisrei Mamto, Ulamani Dibaisei Haisiv Kadamach, you've exalted yourself over the Master of Heaven and the Kalim of his house they brought out before you. Uksivin it says, that night Belshazzar was killed. And Uksivit says afterwards, he accepted the kingship, he was at the age of 62. So here we have Belshazzar's husband of 70 years. Amar Hashvir said to himself, he Belshazzar made a mistake. I made a calculation and I did not make a mistake. Now, what was Belshazzar's mistake, says Achashvir? Does it say they're going to be redeemed 70 years after the kingdom of Bavel starts becoming a kingdom? It says to Bavel. And what does that mean, Bavel? My Libavel. Legolas Bavel. That means from when the first Yid is sent out on Golas Bavel, and that's referring to Yahyachin being sent out. So we have a whole mistake of eight years in the Cheshben. So Kam Betziron, how much do we have to subtract? Tamni, another eight years. So Chashif, he calculated, Vael Chofayu, and he inserted those years. Chalid Belshatzar, one of those years was Belshatzar's. Vachamish the Daryavish Vakarish, the five years that Daryavish and Karish collectively ruled. And with Hartididei, his first two years of his reign, that's referring to Hashverish, Hashivin, that's 70 years. Now, Kim the Chazi, the Malu Shivin Vloyefirk, when he saw that 70 years was completed and Kleisro wasn't redeemed, Amar, he said, now they're for sure not going to be redeemed. Hashem has forgotten about them. Apik money to be Makacha, he took out the Kilim Beis Hamikdash, Vishdamish Behu, and he used them. And Basatan Vrikid Beinehen, the Satan came and he danced among them, Bhargis Vashti, and he killed Vashti, and we know what happened afterwards. But now the Gemara asks, Vashapi Chashiv, it seems to be that he actually made a really good calculation. Where did Achashverish go wrong with this calculation? The Gemara says, Iunami Mitatai, he also made a mistake. Because he should have calculated from when Yerushalayim was destroyed, not from when the first person was sent into Golos. But now the Gemara asks if that's really so, if that's really how we're supposed to calculate from when the destruction of the Besamekdash happened, and then we have to calculate 70 years. So, Saif Saif, at the end of the day, how many years are we missing out of the calculation? A total of 11 years. So, how long did Achashverish rule for? Our base are 14 years. So, our base are the day on his 14th year of rule, they should have started rebuilding the Besamekdash. Why does it say in the Pasuk, the work of the Beis HaMikdash of Hashem in Yerushalayim was stopped. They really should have started building it in the 14th year of Achashverosh's reign. They shouldn't have started building it two years after Achashverosh stopped being king. So Amar he answers, this previous Cheshben of years that we made were actually only partial years, meaning Karshendar Yavesh that we said ruled for a total of five years, it was actually a total of four years, and Vuchanetzer and Evel Meroidech that we said ruled a total of 68 years, it was really 67 years because we actually had partial years 
in that cheshbon. And how do we know that? Yud Beis Amad Alf on the top. Tainami Hachu. If a bride is just like that, the pasuk says, "Va'ayd Shana Cheres LeBavel." There's another year left till Bavel's reign, and then Va'amin Daryavish Veshlima. Daryavish got up and he completed that reign, and then this when the Gaulus was over, and they were able to go back to Shlaim and start building the base of Mikdash. And the Gemara continues, lest you think that this is a very simple mathematical calculation that any third grader can make. The Gemara tells us, Amarava after Neil Tabahechushbana, even Daniel made a mistake with his cheshbon. The pasuk says, "Bishnas Achas Lamachai." In the first year of his reign, Ani Daniel Binaisi Besfarim. I Daniel contemplated a calculation. I mean, the Gemara Binaisi from the fact that it says that I contemplated Mechal that implies that he actually made a mistake and he had to sit down and he had to contemplate. He had to think about where he went wrong with his calculation. So this was not simple at all. But now the Gemara asks, "Mikol Makom Kashu Kriyadadi." It seems that we have a steer Sukim anyway of how to make this calculation. Ksev one pasuk says Melais Labavel, implying that we're going to count the seventy years of when the Gauls is going to be over from when Bavel started reigning over Klai Yisrael. Ksev but another pasuk says Lachavris Yushalayim from when Yushalayim is destroyed, which is a full eighteen years later, and only then we're going to start counting the seventy years of Cheshben. So Amaravi answers that first count of seventy years from when Bavel started ruling over Klai Yisrael. That's the Pekidah Ba'alma just for remembrance. Now, what does it mean for remembrance? Seventy years after Bavel ruled, their rule ceased, and Kairesh, who was Persian, ruled. Now, at that point in time, a remembrance of sorts happened in which a contingent of Yidin went to Yushalayim and began rebuilding the base of Mekdash. However, that was stopped, and the full Geula didn't happen until 18 years later, which was 70 years after the destruction of the base of Mekdash. And how do we know this to be true? That's what it says in the Pasuk. So says Kairesh, the king of the Persians. All the kingdoms of the world, Hashem, the God of Shemaim, gave me. And he has commanded me to build a house in Yerushalayim, and therefore he allowed people to go up to Yerushalayim to start building the base of Mekdash. However, as we said, that was stopped, and the full Geula only came 18 years later. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow talking about Kairish and how he was a pretty okay king. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.